This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. You're picking me up. <laughs> We're good. Oh, I'm getting thumbs up. Oh, there I go. I can hear myself now. Okay, something's working. We're in our brand new studio. I feel like I am broadcasting from the you know the top of the universe. So I, I come in this morning. We've got Adam Scully trying to reset computers. He's playing with gear I've never seen before. Uh, Weeksy's run back out of the car in the pouring rain to get his laptop because we can't get his computer in front of him working. We've we've touched all the buttons we know how to touch, and these new mics, Bob. Like, I'm, I'm eating it. I'm leaning over, and I'm chewing on the... I, am I supposed to be doing this? It looks like, uh, it looks like, like 1950s style. Yeah, it's, they're cool looking. Are we, on, are we on TV, by the way? I don't know. I think everything is, isn't it? It's, just, it's a TV, wild I think studio. We're on, we're on TSN 7. <laughs> yeah. I think. The Ocho. <laughs> so, Scully, if I sit here, can you still hear me? I'm good. So you don't have to lean forward into these things. Sorry, folks. We're just trying to figure uh, out exactly. The first segment, closer. guys, today is just going to be Mark and Bob trying to figure out if anyone can hear them. How do you like the rain so far? <laughs> Isn't it great? We're talking about the weather. That's all we can talk about. Uh, well, okay. So uh, I've been away. But, you know, I've talked to you guys. I've been home this week. I got home Monday. I get to be home for two whole weeks, which is awesome. And uh, it's, there was days this week where I went, huh, I wonder if there's driving ranges open. There's yeah. got to be somewhere, no? Well, yesterday, uh, I was sort of stuck inside doing a whole bunch of things, and then about 1.30 or 2 o'clock, I poked my head out the door, and I went, whoa, it's like 12 degrees out yeah. here. So I got the shorts and the shirt on, went for a run, but I was looking, thinking, if only, if only there was a golf uh, range open. There probably are, but not, okay. not this morning. when oh, the, It's no. pouring rain. If you're listening no. elsewhere, it's pouring rain in the uh, southwestern Ontario area, and... Uh, Supposed to stay that way most of the day, I think. You live in the west end of the city. Yes. Uh, where you actually still have driving ranges out there, do you not? Like, there's still some. Uh, there's there? one at Centennial Park, which I think is the only driving range within the actual boundaries of the city of Toronto. Yeah. It's very much. Not including the docks. The docks is one which, of the ones. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, but that's more. Yeah, it's of a range, though, but it's not center. true. There's two. Yeah. There's, so there's a couple, but mostly now it's uh, indoor facilities. Yeah. And there's some good ones. Yes, there is. Um, but you're right, in terms of actual driving ranges, man, I can't think of any that aren't associated with a private club or something. Now, before we get into our show today, because we are a little light on news today in the world of golf, <laughs> and the reason being is is that uh, the week of golf, and there are some other leaderboards going on in the world of golf. We have some Canadians participating in Punicana, which is the opposite field event on the PGA Tour that we will get into in a little bit. La Corrales Golf Club, magnificent golf facility. Love, I've played that golf course a couple times. Absolutely stunning facility. Um, before we get into news and headlines, though, because it is fairly light, it's, our, t- our show today is going to mainly be dominated by the world golf match play. And why not? Because the golf world gave us a little gift this morning that'll go off at 9.30 Eastern time, uh, which is Rory McIlroy versus Tiger Woods in the knockout round of the Dell World Match Play. And at 9 a.m. today on the show, Adam Scully will come in and Bob and I and Adam for the first two segments of Hour 2 will do our elimination brackets. How did you do in your first round picks, by the way? Uh, Not so so well. I didn't either. I kind of got wiped out. (laughs) 
I think I got one, two, three, four. That's the reason five. why we're starting at yeah. scratch today at, yeah. uh, at 9 a.m. Six. I got six. You got, well, you did better than there I did. That's good. You did better than I did. Better than uh, there are, tell me there are not some surprises here. Yeah, like, there are some sure. big ones, and we'll get into that in the show. Um, uh, before we get into news and headlines, I didn't get a chance to talk to you really because, you know, when we get when we get into do TV, it's very, okay, we got to go, blah, 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 blah. Um, how was the fitting experience with Jamie and, and Duffy up at, it was good. Uh, t- up at uh, TaylorMade? Yeah, no, it was really good. You know, we went up there, and, and I've done it before. Right, uh, we've done it. Producer, yeah, producer Jamie Rydell had never done it before, so he was really wowed by it. And, um, you know, he's got, he's a very, he's a baseball player. So he's got a real powerful, he hits a lot down the third baseline. So, <laughs> so they kind of put him into a set of clubs that, that'll help his game dramatically. Now, for me, the set of clubs that I have, and I worked with the fitter that I had last time. Um, and, and, you know, it's, my numbers were all in the computer and all yeah. that. So I got a little bit more of everything. Not, not like huge gains or anything, no. but... Um, I was able to, I, I don't hit, get the ball up in the air very high. So now I'm able to with these clubs. And I'm really looking forward to it. And they arrived yesterday, actually, which is amazing as well. Uh, I haven't taken them out of the box yet because I don't want to peel them out because I'll nice. start swinging them and everything. But it's, um, it's an amazing experience for what you, it, to me, it just opens your eyes to what good fitting can do. Right. How much it can change. Little things like getting a proper height that will get you a little bit more roll. Um, just, just stuff like that that you should have. Even gapping your set. You know, I'm, I can't hit a four iron anymore. I've given up. I've decided that there's no more no more four irons right. in my bags. So I went to a hybrid this time. And th- those kind of changes, um, I think, are things that you might not think about unless you're with a fitter and the fitter can show you, here, this is here, why you This is this. why we're doing yeah, this, right? Exactly. Everybody had a good time? Everyone had a great time. And you I, went uh, M6? I went M6, yeah. I'm an M6 guy. I, uh, I, uh, I, did the, I did it when we were away. Right, you know, so I'm uh, I'm still don't don't know what to do yet. So yeah. I've got to go. I got to go figure this out. I don't know why I, I'm going to be M5. <clears throat> excuse me, with the driver. So uh, there's an, uh, another left-hander that's Canadian that needs to get his M5 stuff before yeah. I can get mine. Yeah. So uh, hopefully for a couple weeks. From yeah, now. hopefully for a couple weeks. Yeah, and you know maybe uh, he's playing in an, an event a little bit more important than anything I'm playing in. So <laughs> yeah. until, once he gets his stuff, then I'll start bugging them about mine. <laughs> All right, let's do some news and headlines. News and Headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and 7 U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. And News and Headlines. All right, next week, Bob, and I know we're going to have an interview uh, from Bridget Thibault. Now, Bridget is playing in next week's Augusta National Women's Amateur, the first one ever. TSN has announced that they are going to carry the broadcast yeah. on Saturday, which is big news for the network and Canadian golf fans. Um, but the, some news that I came out about it, I guess it was late this week, that I found very interesting, is very cool, is very much like the Masters has had the tradition of the ceremonial uh, tee shot on the opening round, on the opening Thursday with the legends, etc., that Augusta National... Uh, women's am- amateur will do the same on the final round to kick off on April 6th. Annika Sorenstam, Lorena Ochoa, Nancy Lopez, and Siri Pak with the ceremonial tee shot. I thought that was a lovely touch and very cool. It's uh, it's great. It's going to be um, it's going to be a, a neat atmosphere, I think, for the women. Now, the first two rounds they're going to play is that Champions Retreat, and then the top 20 will get into will go over to Augusta. I think everybody's getting a practice round at Augusta Nationals. I understand it. Uh, but that ceremonial tee shot with those four ladies, wow, that's good. And Nancy Lopez says, 
you know, is really saying this is a this is a big move forward for women's golf it's, and for women's sports, really, when yeah. you think about it. Yeah, I, do you think, I'm just, you know, kind of vamping here, but do you think there's ever a time, ever a day where we see an LPGA event on, uh, at Augusta? Or they just could have stayed down the amateur line with the history of Bobby Jones and say that's... Yeah, that's I think kind of... they, I don't know if they'll go that far. I think this is kind of their big push. I could see, you know, if something like Atlanta ever got the Olympics back or something like that, I could see that happening at Augusta National. But... Especially with Billy Payne's connection to the Olympics. Sure, yeah. I th- but I think, uh, I think in terms of uh, women's golf, this is a big enough event in terms of what they're putting out. And the four women members, I'm sure, will be uh, actively involved as well. Uh, something that kind of went, I don't want to say under the radar, but we didn't really get a, a chance to kind of get our teeth into it and chew on it a little bit. And I uh, I did um, TSN Winnipeg and TSN Montreal this week. And the topic both came up uh, on both radio hits is that uh, Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth lost in the wilderness as far as two big names this close to Augusta Bob. Oh, man, did you see Jordan Spieth putt yesterday? Yes, did you? I was. It was painful. And then oh, here's the worst thing. Statistically speaking, that's the best part of his game. Is he's mediocre on the PGA Tour in strokes game putting. He's middle of the road. He's like 70th or 80th he in missed, strokes game putting. He missed two putts yesterday that I would have given you like, right. if you and I right. were playing. Right. Just pick him up and not right. even not even touch them. And that's me. You're giving them. <laughs> yeah. <two that's> right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not exactly? <laughs> you may rival Jordan Speed. I might. Except my ball striking categories are better. I'm, <laughs> I'm inside the top 150 on the ball striking. But uh, Patrick Reed alongside of him. And uh, I don't want to say uh, Patrick Reed's gotten a, a, a bit of a pass, but compared to Jordan Spieth, in a way, I guess we expect more from Jordan Spieth. He's a bigger name, the, all the major championships. Reed just defending Green Jacket. Coming more into the spotlight now as we approach Augusta, I think the light is being shone, uh, shine brighter on Reed because it's getting sure. close to his defense. But last week, they called in David Ledbetter. In fact, it was Mrs. Reed that leaned out and, and made surprise, the phone surprise. call. Uh, suggested the phone call saying, we need a set of eyes. And they reached out to David Ledbetter. Maybe somebody who I'm not suggesting doesn't work with the best players in the world anymore or doesn't still have pedigree within the game of golf, but certainly a guy who I don't want to say from a tour standpoint, his best years are certainly behind him. Very much like Butch, where Butch is kind of winding it down and just not exactly on the forefront of guys who who you hear, oh, I'm going to go work with Ledbetter anymore. It it was was a strange announcement, I found. Uh, And I found afterwards, if you listen to what Ledbetter said, it was interesting, but uh, he said that Patrick Reed's swing has gotten very, very long. Not quite Bubba long, but he said, but... But it's gotten very long in terms of his swing. So I think I think David Ledbetter is a smart enough guy. I think David Ledbetter doesn't want to travel as much as he's been doing, like Butch and those right. kind of things. So that's why he's kind that's of That's why they pull it back. I yeah. still think he's got enough smarts that he can help anybody, certainly on those initial levels. And they've worked twice now together. So um, it's it's a, an official relationship. It's no longer just kind of a casual, have a look at my swing. They're right. going to work together, which is interesting. And as you said, I don't know if he's got enough time to find a resurrection in that game before Augusta Not in two weeks. Although, if it's something as simple as, hey, let's try hitting some half shots. Because if you're going over the line and you've extended too long, your backswing's too long, I guarantee you that if you feel 60%, 70% at the top of your backswing, you're probably at parallel. Oh, yeah, What it feels to you. For sure. So if it's something that simple and they can time it in time, don't be surprised, yeah, right? If it's that right. simple, we'll see. That's right. Uh, all right, round of 16. We're in elimination at the WGC uh, World Match Play. We're going to get into it next. But coming up on today's show, 
Bob went one-on-one with Michael Watt, LPGA commissioner. Bridget Tabot, who's in the field of the Augusta National Women's Amateur. We'll do our bracket picks. We'll do winners weird and what. We'll have scully time. We'll get you updated on other events in the world of golf. There's lots to get to, but it's WGC next. Dell Match Play. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Uh, welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. I have uh, meant to mention that I came, like, listen, I know you have pull, Bob, uh, <laughs> around most places that we go. But the fact that you got this studio built for us as the well, new Golf Talk Canada studio. I just made sure that they got it done in time for today's show. <laughs> not that, that might be why a few things are still not quite working all that well. But, uh, and, and I've worked a deal to let the overdrive guys use it as well. I noticed so, that. Yeah. I noticed that. But, uh, and maybe, well. maybe the morning show, Carlo and, uh, and Michael, I'm not sure. They may, <laughs> they may have snuck in as well. They, they snuck in, but uh, you're going to turn a blind eye. That's you're right. You're going to turn a blind That's eye. That's right. Well, the golf gods gave us something very special today. Uh, now, it's too bad this isn't the final, uh, and we could still get a marquee final because there are some great potential matchups in the Dell World match play. Um, but uh, today we get Tiger, and we get Rory, Bob, and we get it at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 local time. And uh, when, the, when the match play gives us something like this once in a while, which it does, it, it, it's pretty cool because, you know, there has been the years where the finals have been uh, Frank. I wouldn't know him if I hit him with my car. And Joe, uh, the you know the well, uh, the repair guy that we don't know, right? I'm so. looking at a potential uh, a potential Lucas Beergard Kevin Na final. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in all seriousness, this is kind of why television networks either love match play or hate match play because mm-hmm. you get this morning with you get Tiger and Rory, and that's amazing. Awesome. But you could end up with a not, no disrespect to any of the players who were no. in this on this uh, reach this level, but you know a less than star-studded um, kind of final, which is not going to draw huge numbers. Well, you know, right now, you know, as though, and we'll do our brackets later in the show. However, you know, you you have a chance. Uh, Lucas uh, Biergard versus uh, Hong Tong Lee could be the final. Yeah, and if and if you get that final. Uh, basically, the top executives at NBC are going to be looking for, uh, and, and not to say there won't be good golf because if, no. if you're watching, if you've been watching Beargard uh, so yeah. far, he's his play has been yeah. spectacular. And so is uh, Hong Tong really Lee, who, by the way, never won a match last year in this event. That's right, and now finds himself in the round of 16. What player he is. So yeah, really good player. So yeah. I'm not not suggesting they can't play. Get right. used to those names. You're going to see them this year on the big events and a sure. big scale. I'm just saying when you're talking about match play, and it comes down to one on one. You want some big names. So speaking of big names. It's Tiger Woods. It's Rory McIlroy. They'll go head-to-head today. Winner moves forward to the corner finals. Loser goes home. Let's hear now from Tiger Woods on uh, the match play to, to, to this point. And looking you forward. Know, um, I know I'm teeing off at 8.30. I don't know if it's Rory or not, we'll see. And if it is Rory, you know, we're looking forward to it. Um, we've 
play tournaments together and you know battle each other down the stretch in, in events but never in a, in a match play situation so this will be fun if it works out big moment 13 patrick was greenside right. with his tee shot you're about 80 yards or so out you've laid up and you hold it how electrifying was that for you it was electrifying for the crowd yeah i thought uh, three was gonna have to it's gonna be the number to have the hole with him there guys i saw where that ball landed i thought it might have gone you know over the back into the rough but um the way the spectators were looking at it. I thought they might be in the fairway, so uh, it was pretty much a guaranteed up and down for there. So I just try to get up there close and at least try and uh, make them earn it with a, a three of my own, and <laughs> next thing you know, it falls in. So uh, I'll take it. I find it very difficult to gauge, with the exception of a couple of guys who have been lights out, uh, I find it very difficult to gauge, Bob, how somebody's playing, how like in match play. You know, like I, I, I find it interesting. Like, like how... You know, well, get, well, let's just take Tiger, for example, before we hear from Rory. Because uh, that's one of the players where I've gone, um, I, don't, I don't have a feel. For, you know, came out early, uh, kind of scraped one out against Aaron Wise, lost his second round, won yesterday. Uh, where do you grade him to this point from what you've seen? Oh, uh, there we go. Oh, now oh, there we right. go. Sorry. <laughs> I think, um, I think he's, he's looked solid to me. Okay. I think, uh, but again, you're right. Like I have no clue. I was just actually trying to find uh, Louis Eustazen's scorecard the other day because because I think he went eight under over eight holes. And if you had told me he was two over over those same holes, I probably would have said, yeah, okay. Like I right. I, I don't seem I mean. to get into a flow of how the guys are playing too much. And the same sort of thing with Tiger, um, where you look at his play, and I think he's it's striking it pretty well. Uh, I don't wouldn't say he's made a ton of putts. He's made some some pretty good ones, but. Um, again, it's sort of like almost like what we were talking about in his last uh, at the players, where he's good but not necessarily maybe great yet. Yes, but, but I think he's he's playing solid. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of going. You know, everything looks C plus to B minus for mm-hmm. me right now, which uh, is enough to make it to Saturdays, right? Uh, but not enough to push on Sunday. Uh, if he can get it to B plus, we'll, then we'll start seeing what happens, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing I wanted to bring up to you, too, and I'm just curious in, in your kind of journey this week, you know, you, 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 I know what it's like for you is probably what it's like for me only times 10. Everywhere <laughs> I go, somebody wants to talk about golf. And you right. probably get the same thing, only heightened the million degrees, yeah. right? And I found that unless it's a hardcore, and we have our hardcore fans that listen to Golf Talk Canada, watch Golf Talk Canada, that are engaged with everything golf. And we love them because that's kind of the people who we are and we're passionate about it and uh, that's who you write for and who I'm rambling for most of the time, etc. Uh, they are into the match play. They're into this Tiger and Rory today and what's going to transpire over the next uh, 48 hours. Just the average guy who's kind of got one eye on the March Madness and one eye on the Jays opener this week and hoping that the, the Leafs don't just completely limp into the Tennis. playoffs. And Yeah, and he's kind of already asking me Masters questions. Yeah. And is he in pay? I'm finding those people, they hate this match play. They're saying to me, I've had, I had three or four guys over the last two days come up to me and go, I got no interest in this. I, I don't even know what's going on. I don't like it. Do you, have you gotten any of that? I, uh, I have, um, and I think that's the fault of the opening pools, to be perfectly honest. Uh, you if prefer it was the a, old? If it was a straight match play, and I know the guys don't want that because they right. don't want to go up and show up just for 14 holes right. or whatever. But I think if it was a straight bracket right from the start, I think there'd be a little bit more interest in it. Right. Um, I think there'll be obviously a little bit more now, especially with the match this morning. But Certainly. you're right. I think more people now 
More questions I'm getting now are on the Masters than on the match play for sure. 100%, right? Yeah, this it's it's funny. Years ago, we used to go to the player when the Players' Championship was first in March before it changed. Yeah. Now it changed back. Uh, we used to go there to do our interviews and get our clips and stuff for Masters preview pieces. Yes. And that's what I kind of feel this is now become. Right. Uh, the players are standing on its own, but the match play is now where everyone starts to say, okay, is he playing well enough to play well at Augusta, or does right. it transfer at Augusta, or what do you think about two weeks from now? Not What do you think about right. The players has grown to a level where they, they, they just they don't want to treat it like that anymore, but now here we are. And I think, I think you're right. I said to somebody the other day that I, this might be the worst spot in the schedule for this event. Be, this, yeah. this, this, is, this is something that would play great in January or fantastic in September or October or like a fa- in a fall series where, no, like it, where a lot of people have tuned out uh, come like October, yep. November. If you were to drop this, uh, maybe even in, in the Asian swing for them, sure. it might do really. Uh, this is just an awkward time of year. But anyway, hey, today we got Tiger, we got Rory, and why don't we hear now from the man who might be the hottest player on the planet? I think it would be hard to argue that there's anybody hotter than this man, Rory McIlroy. You're playing Tiger Woods in the morning. Uh, you guys have never met in this championship. What attitude do you have to bring to the golf course to take on a guy who's, well, Tiger Woods? Yeah, exactly. Um, I just hope I put up a better fight than I did at Atlanta last year. <laughs> I didn't have much of a game that day. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's exciting. It's exciting for the tournament. It's exciting for, I'm sure it's going to be exciting for us. Um, I feel good about my game. You know, I've, I've played well all year. You know, I've continued to do that this week. So, you know, it, it'll be exciting. It's definitely going to be one of those ones where I need to go out there and, you know, stick to my game plan and not really look at what he does and un, until I, I maybe have to towards the end. All right, we're going to do our brackets later in the show, but I've got two questions for you guys. You know, and this just I wasn't thinking about this. It just came to my head. Now. Of I'm going to completely <laughs> change the course of the the, the show. Uh, right now, Bob, just that match. You got Rory or you got uh, I Rory? You got Rory. I got I Rory. Rory too. Scully, can you pop on the mic in there right now? I know we're going to do our bracket bracketology later in the show, but uh, right now, do you got Tiger or do you got Rory? You've always been the boldest on Tiger than anybody else. I'm going Tiger all the way. I knew yeah, that was coming. So it would be uh, Bob and I with Roars, you with Tiger, and we'll fill out the brackets later. There's something I want you guys to think about between now and our brackets. I was just sitting here thinking because I'm thinking how great would this match have been uh, it, when Tiger was in his prime oh, right yeah. now. Sure. So I'd like you guys to think right now in imaginary land, in players in their prime, who your dream Final Four is. Final Four, okay. Who your dream Final Four is. In the world match play imaginary land. So <laughs> okay. Hogan, Sneed, Jones, Sarazen, Norman, Faldo, Watson, Player, Palmer, Nicholas, Woods, Mickle. You can have anybody you want. Your dream final four when we uh, Nancy start. Nancy Lopez. Nancy Lopez, Bob. <laughs> you have Nancy Lopez against Arnold Palmer. Yeah. All right. Anybody you want. Uh, and so let, we're going to uh, chat a little bit about that coming up. But on the other side, Mike Wan, commissioner of the LPGA, and Bridget Tabo, who will be playing in the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Bob will tee those up for us next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today.
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC on a match play round of 16 Saturday. We're going to get to bracketology in the next hour. But before we do, we got some great interviews for Michael Wan, who's, I thought, done a wonderful job with the LPGA Tour. Bob, you had an opportunity to speak to him this week. Give us a, tee this up for us. You know, it's a little bit about that drive-on program that they've launched, which is a, a very program. powerful program. They've, they've sort of, he'll explain why they went to it and how they came about it. And also a little bit uh, about uh, the magic of Brooke Henderson and her uh, impact on golf in Canada. So I have so much respect for this guy. He's taken this tour to great levels. And uh, and I think, um, I mean, it's always great to talk to him. Golf in general is in great place in the commissioner category when yeah. you look at leadership around the planet on yeah. different tours. Except we're for that Pelly guy. That was <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Bob with Michael Wan. And joined now by Commissioner Mike Wan. And uh, Commissioner, thank you for joining us and spending a little bit of time with us. Uh, you and the LPJ Tour have launched a new program called Drive On. That's the tagline. And I wonder how you decided to embark on this and what's the importance of this campaign? Because it obviously is reaching out far beyond just golf. Well, thanks, Bob, for joining us here in Southern California. I just walked by Brooks' practice round, so she might be swinging through while we're talking. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, at the LPGA, we've been ending player meetings for about 10 years with the term act like a founder. We use that term a lot. Inside the LPGA, we all know what that means, which is we're standing on the shoulders of women that came here before us. But we have the responsibility to make sure the future generation standing on our shoulders. So we got to leave this game better than we found it. And we realized after a while that we talk about that a lot on the inside. We probably don't share that as much on the outside. And we started working on Drive On as a chance for us to really show a reflection of who these women are. I mean, these women not only play golf at a great level and are incredible athletes, but they feel a sense of responsibility to leave the game better for their daughters and their daughters' daughters. And if you're one of the best female golfers on the planet, you've, uh, you've experienced your own Drive On challenges. People have told you to stop. People have asked you about Plan B in terms of what's your backup plan if this doesn't work out. And so when we showed this to the players the very first time, we knew we were onto something because every player in that room every parent in that room every agent in that room felt we were talking to them and that's really what drive on is all about it's about recognizing the drive to get there and making sure you realize that there's young eyeballs watching you and you're going to be the inspiration for their next move this goes beyond beyond just golf though this is this is reaching out to to all women all young women who want to achieve whatever it is they want to achieve in life correct yeah, you know, it's funny. We, we launched this last week, and then I turned my phone off and played in a pro-am. And when I turned my phone back on, I really wasn't prepared for, you know, what I was going to see. You know, <laughs> Hannah Storm, Billie Jean King, Greg Norman, you know, George Lopez, so many people f from all over. As our chief communications officer said right before she hit play to introduce this, she said, if you're a girl, if you've raised a girl, or if you love a girl, this one's for you. And she hit play. And I remember thinking in the audience, you know, this really is for all of us. This really, it's, it's about so much more than golf. This is about having the drive to make a difference and realize that young girls all around the world, we're playing this week in Carlsbad, California, but 175 countries are eavesdropping on what's going on here. And there's young girls and boys all over the world. We're changing stereotypes. We're changing the face of leadership and we're creating dreams. And, uh, and 
What, what I'm really proud of is my athletes are not only great on the golf course, but they understand their role off the golf course as well. Uh, big anniversary year this year for the LPGA Tour, 70th year. In your best unbiased uh, tone, tell me what's going on with the LPGA Tour this year as you approach uh, your first major coming up in a couple weeks. Well, you challenge me with unbiased tone. I don't even know what that is anymore because I love these I love these athletes so much. But at the end of the day, I always say this, no matter how you measure the growth of a sport, and I don't care what your measurement is, TV hours, countries they carry you, purse sizes, number of events you play, how many young girls are playing the sport, all of those things are up for us, somewhere between 50 and 200%. So it's been a pretty good run at the LPGA. We've had more companies join the LPGA in the last few years than at any time, the same time span in the history of our, of our sport. So it's a... It's a great time. It's a great time to be an eight-year-old hitting balls on a range somewhere in Canada looking at Brooke, Brooke Henderson or Elena Sharp and saying, I want to be that. It's a great time to say that this sport can take me to the Olympics or anywhere else it's going to take you in the world. So we're pretty lucky. You know, the, the world has woken up to the LPGA. We're kind of a borderless sport. Players come from 50 different countries. We're televised in 175 countries. And, and I'm excited because I think uh, we are a global sport uh, being showcased in the Olympics, but more importantly, being showcased week in and week out all around the world. And I'm glad that TSN is taking note as well. We're excited about what's happening in Canada following the, the, the wave that players like Brooke Anderson are, are creating. Speaking of that, uh, I'm not sure how you're going to top last year at the Wascana when Brooke, uh, Brooke uh, came through and won that tournament, but you've got a great golf course. You're in Magna just outside of uh, Toronto this year. What do you think that's going to be like as uh, Brooke comes back to defend her title? Yeah, it's, um, you know, each year I've watched the Brooke Henderson craze get bigger and bigger. You know, we were in Phoenix last week. And I don't know how many Canadians were in Canada last week, but all of them that weren't were in Phoenix because they were all working, were all walking with her group. I mean, they got the flag sticking out of their head, the hockey jerseys on. It's pretty fun to, pretty fun to see. But yeah, there's nothing better than hometown wins. I love it when these young athletes can go home and win in front of the home athletes. Last year we had a few of those. You know, Georgia Hall did it at the uh, in England during the you know the British Open, which was incredible too. So um, I don't know. You know, every time I think the pressure is too great. When we got there last year and we were standing on the first tee, I looked around. I said to some people, there's no way Brooke can have a good week. I mean, this is just too overwhelming. And then for her to go on and win it, it's what great athletes do. They step up in big moments. I hear that Magna will be the best golf course we've seen ever in our Canadian Open run. I don't know if that's true because we've seen some, some beauties, but I'm pretty excited to get there and take a look myself. Well, it's going to be pretty special. How about, how about we have maybe a three or four-way uh, playoff with all, of the, all the participants being Canadians this year? That might top it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, if we get five or six Canadians on the leaderboard, we're going to, um, we're going to have to bring in some more security because I mean what happens when Brooke and Elena and you know all the rest start to get to the top of the leaderboard it's uh, it's pretty special so I hope they'll hope they'll all come out I think if you come out to watch some Canadians which will be great you're going to walk out of there feeling like you met five or six players from five or six other countries and I think once you do you'll become a fan long term. Commissioner thank you for your time we'll look forward to seeing you uh, at Magna Golf Club. Thanks Bob thanks for joining us today. There's Bob with Michael Wan. Before we close the door on the LPGA, I would just say for anyone who's never seen the LPGA live and in person and lives in the Toronto area or Hamilton area, anyone listening to us this morning at 11.50, 10.50, go out and check out the LPGA. You will be shocked at the quality of play. These girls are and amazing. You know what? The, the other part of it is the access to the players you can get. Like if you want to get autographs or things like that, they're so obliging, uh, even the biggest of, of the bigs. So mm. it's, uh, I mean, Brooke might be a little <laughs> more difficult, but she'll take some time to sign autographs as well. But it's a fun tour, and Mike One's done a great job.
Now, staying with the ladies' game, but switching gears from professional to amateur, Bob, we have the first ever Augusta National Women's Amateur happening this Saturday, and you had a chance to speak with uh, speak with Bridget Tabot uh, about the event. Uh, and so, tee this up for us. So, uh, so they've got one Canadian in this field, and this is a, an historic event, as I'll, you'll hear in the interview. I mean, Bridget Tabot is going to be the first. Canadian woman ever to play Augusta National. Yeah, you think right. about think it in it, those right? terms, right? And and I, that's not lost on her. Anyway, uh, I had a chance to speak with her. I had a chance to speak with uh, Tristan Mullally, the coach of the national team, which she's on. She's only been playing golf for four years. You're kidding me. <laughs> this is an amazing story, this woman. And, uh, and she'll explain a little bit about it. But uh, she's a great athlete, and she's a bit of a raw talent, Tristan told me yesterday. Uh, but she's got a lot of game already, and, and the potential is, is amazing. Well, let's uh, let's listen in. Here is Bob with Bridget Tabo, who's going to be the first Canadian female to ever peg it up at the national. Well, why don't we start uh, start back a little bit um, before we get to Augusta and, and talk about that? I was talking with uh, your coach or national team coach Tristan Mullally, and he was telling me that you're a relative newcomer to golf, aren't you? Yes, I actually started at the age of 15 and um, got re- got into it really like sudden on just having too many injuries with um, my past and cheerleading, just of, you know, always competing and all those impacts. I would just uh, have too many injuries to, to have fun anymore. And uh, I decided to, I don't know why, I switched up to golf in the first year I competed. And uh, I don't know, I think the reaction of the people around me and the coaches um, that would, would approach me to talk to me um, really inspired me to uh, continue into golf. And uh, now, it's, you know, when I qualified for the LPGA on my second year, that's when I knew, you know, I could be there at some point and dominate. So for me, it was all about just a feeling and uh, just being inspired by, you know, what was going around me. So when you say you qualify for the LPGA, you qualified for the CP Women's Open, correct? Yeah, uh, on my second year of wow. golf. I mean, that's Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I feel like before, um, people wouldn't even try, um, you know, to qualify. And uh, on my second year, I said, you know what, like, why not? No one's doing it. And um, I'm going to gain, if anything, I'm going to gain something out of it, even if it's you know, even if it's a loss. So I went for it, and, uh, I mean, I made it through, and it was pretty crazy and just a lot of excitement and, you know, uh, a number of two days. So, so when you really... Because when you cough on a Monday, you, yeah, when you cough on a Monday, you just go to the next course, and then, you know, it's like your life is totally different for, like, a week. Right, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a uh, quite a fast-paced uh uh, quite quite quick from the time you qualify to the time you have to play, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so so what what is it about golf that uh, that drives you, and and why do you think it's come? I won't say easy, but why do you think you've been so successful so quickly? Um, I feel like it's just my aquatic background that um, has been supporting me through, you know, this whole process of just getting better, faster. Um, my my will to succeed is probably one of you know, the characteristics that I, that I have that, um, I, I'm really like a student of the game. And when I, you know, put my mind to something, I intend on achieving it. So, um, when I qualified for the LPGA, um, event, 
I just knew that I could dominate at some point if I can be there in two years when everybody has been, you know, playing golf for, you know, at least 20. So um, just really take that motivation in. And uh, that second year, I just knew I wanted to do that. So I changed the way I was living, just eating better, training every day, um, waking up super early, practicing all day, um, playing, just doing more competitions. And that's when, you know, in a matter of like a year and a half, I went from, you know, 2000 in the world and 69th in Canada to first in Canada and um now I'm I think I'm 197 in the world so um it's obviously uh came from you know a lot of hard work and I'm still like in the process of where I want to go but um it's obviously uh coming to me you know just with an ease just in my just because of my aquatic background Right. Okay. So now we're going to go talk about Augusta National, and uh, I, I understand the phone call came to you uh, from the chairman himself to let you know that you were in. Is that right? Uh, yes. Actually, um, I, I don't know how I got mixed up on that. It it, it wasn't the it wasn't Fred. It was um, his assistant. Okay. Fred. But I mean, same. <laughs> It doesn't, really matter. Doesn't really, matter. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's on the other side of the phone, yeah. <laughs> so so what does um, it feel, what's it going to feel like to be the first Canadian woman ever to play at Augusta National? Um, it's still something that is really hard to, you know, really take in. I, I still don't believe that it's going to happen because, you know, before just my role of being a woman, I always wanted to make a difference and, um, the fact that, you know, Augusta was not even um, for women, uh, it was kind of hoped that would never really come true just based off, you know, history of golf. So the fact that they took, you know, the first step into including women and, um, you know, on one of the highest platforms, I think it's genius. And uh, I'm really proud to, you know, be the first name in the books and be the one that really is going to inspire, like, no matter what happens there, um, you know, this is a, a great step, like through history that we're starting here, and uh, I'm really excited to be a part of that. So um, now, now this is going to be pretty, pretty heavy competition. You're going up against some of the best am- young amateurs in the world. What uh, do you have any goals for yourself? I know the first two rounds are going to be a champions retreat, and then the the last round will be at Augusta. But is your goal to get to Augusta? Um, obviously, I wouldn't be in the tournament if I didn't. Um, you know, think I could win, but uh, I'm gonna treat it as a normal, you know, as a normal event. Even though it's it's crazy, I know how easy it can be to lose yourself into, uh, you know, this whole attraction around it. Um, but to treat it as, you know, as normal as possible for me uh, mentally, I think that's gonna be my number one goal. And then um, obviously make the cut and uh, just just see how it goes and really, you know, gain my own momentum and not um, being caught up in, uh, you know, what's around me. Right. Just focus on the golf itself rather than where you're playing. Yeah. Okay. And, and what what's the strength of your game? I, I know you're a big hitter from what I understand, and as Tristan said, your iron play is very good as well. What would you say is the best part of your game? Um, I feel like... Yes, I'm a long hitter, and my iron game can be good. 
Um, I have really good hanging on the greens, and I'd say that my putting is not where it can be yet. It's not like a biggest strength, but um, yeah, I'd say hands around the greens and my uh, creativity and my uh, mental side. Well, that's uh, whatever it is. I'm sure whatever game you bring to Augusta National, it's got to be an exciting, uh, exciting feeling. Are you? Uh, are you? Are we gonna have friends down there? Are you gonna have any anyone with you? And what have you got for a caddy? Um, I actually decided to take a local caddy because, um, right. you know, there's so much information that we don't know about that can only be known by people that, um, you know, are from there. So for me, I, I decided to um, take a local caddy. My whole family is going to be there um, supporting me as always. And uh, my team of coaches from Canada and Tristan's going to be there and, you know, all of my coaches that are kind of into my life um, <laughs> will be assisting there. Um, my trainer and just, um, yeah, it's just going to be a really fun event. Really yeah. fun week to look forward to. Well, I wish you all the best. We'll, uh, we'll follow you when we get down there and, uh, and congratulations and on, uh, on being off. A Canadian's a trendsetter here. Maybe this is uh, hopefully the start. Hopefully the uh, not the last time you get to play Augusta National. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time for me. Okay. Take care. We'll see you down there. Uh, good luck, Bridget, and congratulations uh, in, in a way, just kind of landing here on Golf Talk Canada. Bob and I, that we're making history, the first ever female to peg it up, uh, first ever Canadian female to peg it up. At Augusta National. On the other side, 20 weeks of TaylorMade is back, and we'll get you set for the brackets, the round of 16 of the match play. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit golfawaytours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we wrap up the front side here, hour one of Golf Talk Canada. And uh, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is back. All you've got to do is follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. That's it. At Golf Talk Canada, Twitter and Instagram. And you have the opportunity to win close to $20,000. How much? $20,000. A lot. In tailor-made gear and product throughout the year on Golf Talk Canada, we are going to kick it off next, uh, sorry, two weeks from now, April 9th, which is our Masters one-hour preview show from Augusta, which kicks off Masters week on TSN and CTV. We will kick it off that week with a limited edition Masters commemorative staff bag, the same staff bag that Team TaylorMade will be carrying at Augusta with also a commemorative head cover to go along with it. So if you want that limited edition Masters bag with head cover, you've got to follow us on Twitter for your chance to win and Instagram for your chance to win at Golf Talk Canada. If you've already followed us throughout the years on Golf Talk Canada on those social media platforms, you're already in. So don't worry about it. You've done everything it is that you need to do. Tell me something. 
How much value is there? 20 <laughs> That's tell, a lot, folks. Tell him what he's won, Bob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, coming up, Bob, hour two. I will bug you and Scully for your dream final four of the imaginary world match play, which is happening in my head this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a lot going on in that there's, head. <laughs> there's a lot of imaginary things happening. One of them will be the imaginary <laughs> Final Four. And we will also do Bracketology. Now, you and I have already picked Rory over Tiger. Now, obviously, this is a round of 16, so there's a lot more matches to go to. We'll walk it through with Scully, and we'll see who leaves with what. Who do we have as our winners? But Scully has already told us that Tiger's going over Rory this morning at 9.30. Wow. And there, uh, there are, there's pictures of them. They're already warming up. They're on already the on the range. On the PG Tour Live coverage. I guess, now, if you don't have uh, PG Tour Live, I guess you can't watch Rory Tiger. They don't have that on the regular broadcast, do I don't, they? I don't, I don't think so. I don't believe so. So, my guess would be this, Bob. The PGA Tour Live, or Golf TV as they refer to it, outside of the U.S., I bet you their subscription. Like, you know what? This is something we got to look into this week, guys, that we can do for next week's show. I want to see what happened with the subscription yeah. base to the over-the-top Golf TV before Rory Tiger and what happened this weekend. I bet you a lot of people just go, hey, here, take my money. I need to see this. Could be. You're right. him. See right. that? I think that's Boys, I believe the match is actually on Golf Channel. There oh, we go. Golf Channel's going to show it? Nothing like some research. Oh, there you go. There he is. Adam there you Scully. go. Golf Channel actually going to show it. I bet. I wonder, Scully, if that was uh, originally scheduled or if they revamped the schedule because of the of Rory Tiger. Not sure. Mm, I'll poke around and find that out. All right. Hour two coming up with Scully, Weeksy, Zucchino. We'll do our brackets. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course. It always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at golftalkcanada.com. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC Zucchino Weeks in studio. It's the round of 16. It is hour two of GTC. We got winners, weird and what still coming up. We got leaderboards from the world of golf. But now it's bracket time. And when it's bracket time, it's also Scully time. He's bold. I, you know, I am full of bold predictions. He's brash. I think Brooke is going to get one win next year. Ooh. Just one. Will it be a major? No, but I think it's going to be in Canada. Oh, oh that would be good. He's ballistic. Producer Scully, could you come and uh, cut the uh, the beer tap off here? He's bonkers. Spraying his balls with his golf Excuse balls. Excuse me? Spraying <laughs> his golf balls with water. It's Scully time. <laughs> Ba, 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 ba. I love that stuff.
I will never get over that spraying the golf balls. I love that. Spraying the balls. I almost didn't survive that morning. I was, that was I very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Skull, since it is Scully time, and since you're going bold with Tiger over Rory. Of course. I'm giving you the honor, sir. Wow. Bracketology. Now, how do you guys want to do this? Do you want to do it like you give us your whole bracket, or you want we want to do your, the first round? Bob does the first round, I do the first round, and then we pick it up. Or how do you guys want? To Maybe do? we do one half of the bracket, like the one side of it first. Okay. And then. Okay, um, so you do your top half. Yeah. So and I'm looking. What What are you looking at? Who's pro- so on, on one side? I have Tiger, Rory, Stenson, Beauregard, uh, Hatton, Cooch, and Garcia, Grace. Okay. So you want to start there? Sure. Okay, so you start with the Tiger Rory side of the bracket. Give us your side. Now, do you want me to explain why I'm picking yeah, Tiger? Or? Well, we've got to kill 30 minutes we, of this we, show. We do, so. we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tiger Woods, I'm going Tiger. Yeah. Um, you know, he's uh, they, they've played 18 times, all time in the same group. Uh, their stroke average is very similar. Right. Uh, Tiger is slightly better, of course, as a, a new Tiger. But the last time they played together was the Tour Championship. Right. And uh, Rory was not so good, right. and uh, Tiger was 71 and won the tournament, obviously. And I, I just feel that Tiger's putter is getting in, into a good place right now, mm-hmm. and especially with match play, you can make a nine, you can make a birdie. It's just it's, it's a winner, a loss of a hole. So uh, I'm can going to ask you a question before we. You move can on? ask me absolutely. You uh, can. How do you think Tiger? Because because Tiger has a lot of ball speed, guys. There's still a ridiculous amount of pop mm-hmm. in that bat, mm-hmm. but he's going to be 20 yards behind Rory all day, mm-hmm. all day. Not something that Tiger doesn't deal with on the regular. How do you think he handles that in a match play psychological scenario? And is it an asset to hit first? I was going to say hitting first into the into the greens might be a huge asset for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a huge asset. And I find Tiger's in this sort of new age of Tiger's been more of a conservative player anyway. So, you know, especially for example that. A 12th hole that he made an eagle on yesterday. Yes, he holed out from 83 yards, but Roy's probably going to gonna go for it today. It's 284 yards, yeah. you know, even though it's into the six wind. He could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could flush six. Yeah. So you got Woods over Rory. Does he play Lucas Beergard or Henrik Stenson? I'm going, I'm going Henrik Stenson here. Uh, Beergard's had a great, um, a great little stretch here, but uh, Stenson hasn't trailed this week. So, um, you know, I'm going for him and in then, that sense. And he also has the most holes led this week as well. Ooh, 45 holes this week he's right. played, you know, just under 54. So got to go for him there. Um, Terrell Hatton, Matt Kuchar. Um, this is a bit of a toss-up for me. So Hatton has is tied for the fewest holes led this week with 14. Uh, Kuchar's 1-5 all-time in singles in the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. So uh, that's sort of a toss-up for me. Uh, I'll go Hatton, you know, playing with emotion. Um, he, can, he can get a little fiery at times, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride that bull there. Uh, Brandon Grace, Sergio Garcia. Good uh, match. Great match. Good match. Garcia's rounding into form, which is nice to see. Brandon Grace has had some great success at the President's Cup. Uh, I'm going on Brandon Grace here uh, for the putter alone. And uh, that's my um, that's my four on that. All right, side. so you've got Hatton, Garcia, Wood, Stenson. Keep keep her going. Wood, Stenson. Who wins? Oh, we're going. Okay, yeah, we're going uh, right okay. So we're going right there. Right to the semifinal so, that bracket. So two wily veterans here. They both had their fair share of injuries. Right. Uh, Tiger, obviously, with everything, right. and, um, and recently his neck and his back, obviously. But Henrik Stenson with the knee. Um, but if Tiger wins this morning, there's going to be a lot of adrenaline, a lot of emotion. Uh, but if he's putting well, um, I'm going with Tiger again. You know, walking 36 holes on a bum knee um, for so Stenson. So you have Tiger in one semifinal. I do. Are, are you surprised by Not that? Not at all. Yeah. 
If you take take him to beat Rory, you might as well take him to win the whole thing. Well, hey, point, right? you never, at, well, at this so point, we'll find hey. out. Uh, Tiger in one semifinal, and then I'm going Brandon Grace over Terrell Hatton. So we've got Brandon Grace versus Tiger Woods in one side of the bracket tomorrow. And do you want that result now too? No, no, okay. we're gonna wait there. We're gonna we're wait in the there. Semis now, oh yes, right? now we're, we're in the semis. semis. Okay, yeah. Robert. Yeah. Uh, same side of the bracket. I know you've got Rory coming over Woods because you and I have already picked that. Does Rory play Stenson or Beergard? Uh, well, Rory has played 46 holes in three matches, and he's only lost three holes. That's pretty crazy. Mm. So that's a pretty good stat. So mm-hmm. I got him going a long way. But I think right now I'm going to go with Beergard to, to, mm. uh, to beat Stenson. Yes. Even though Stenson was just flagging stuff yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that once you get into, as you say, he's still recovering from injuries and what's going on there. I, I think Beergard's going to outlast him in this battle of Nordic countries. Right. And then uh, I got Cooch beating Hatton. Okay. I think, I mean, Cooch has done so well in this event. He's a past champion, obviously. Uh, I think he's made it out of the out of the pod stage like a million mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a million and one. I have it, it in front of me. Okay. <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Sergio. I, I watching him yesterday. I found he was a little bit on the roll, and the putter was actually working right. for him, which is of course always good. So so you got Sergio and Cooch. Sergio, you got Rory I basically got the exact opposite. The exact opposite of what we had. Yeah. Then, so and, Bob and I could throw heavy dollars okay. on this. And, and then uh, you've yeah. got okay. So who who you have in the semi? We got Rory and Biergard, and we've got Cooch and Garcia. Who comes out of the Rory Biergard? So it's gonna be Rory. Okay, Rory in the semis. And at the other half, you've got the choice of Garcia now or Kuchar. Who plays Rory in the semis? I think it's going to be uh, it's the battle of the uh, shamed golfers. <laughs> one who didn't pay his caddy and one who roughed up greens. So I'm going to go with Cooch on that one. You're taking Cooch. Yeah. All right. So you've got Cooch and you've got Rory in the semifinal. Okay, over to me. This is pathetic. Ditto, Bob. Same as me. I've got my bracket I love it. exactly. I'm going up against you too. I love it. I've got <laughs> I love it. Rory over Tiger for all the obvious reasons. I've got Beergard over Stenson just because uh, I think uh, people are just unfamiliar with Lucas Beergard and Stenson. Although he's had a good tournament to date, he hasn't shown me enough this year. He's been lost in the wilderness, and I don't expect him to keep this going for much longer. Uh, Matt Kuchar, because to beat Matt Kuchar, you need to make a lot of birdies. Mm-hmm. You can't go steady goes the ship against steady goes the ship because Matt Kuchar is one of the best steady goes the ship of all time. I don't think Hatton's the kind of guy to take down Kuchar. I think you need to be a birdie machine to take down Kuchar. Kuchar takes Hatton. Grace Garcia, toss it up. I went Garcia because of my just my doppelganger, and I know why not cheer for Sergio. Seems to be going in the right direction, but I th- the right direction, but I think it ends there. I got Kuchar versus Rory in the semi, just like Bob. All right, mm. let's hold that right there. Okay, and let's go to the other side of the bracket and uh, do the other bracket here right now. And we're going to pick up the pace a bit here because we we're only going to get probably back to Bob. We'll have to hold you back to oh, the, perfect. Bra- the other side of the break. So, uh, Nah Rose, I'm going to go with a big upset here. Ooh. And I'm going to say Kevin Nah uh, running the golf ball into the hole. <laughs> finds a way to beat uh, Justin Rose. I don't know why. I just see an upset coming. In my second favorite match of the morning, Molinari and Casey, the Azuri finally ends the run of Paul Casey. Mm. Uh, Francesco Molinari, for some reason, still completely underrated in my mind. Still not Especially getting the match play, right? Look what he did mm-hmm. in the Ryder Cup. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Ustays and Leishman, Mark Leishman. Watch out for Leishman in this event. Hung Tung Lee Kisner, Hung Tung Lee takes that. I've got Leishman heading to the finals. Sorry, excuse me. I got Leishman heading to the semifinals 
against Francesco Molinari in that side of the bracket. So my semifinals are Molinari against Leishman and McElroy against Kucher. Robert? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Justin Rose. He is the number two ranked player in the world, number two in this field as well. I'm going to go with Paul Casey. Um, and it's cheating a little bit because he's already one up through one. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mark Leishman because I've picked him before. He's playing well. And I'm going to go with uh, Kiz, who is so tough in this. He's done really well Very this tough. event before. So we got that's what we got. Okay, we can still go here, but we still got time. Skulls. Love it. Perfect. Okay, so I'm also going Justin Rose over Kevin oh, Kevin. I'm, I'm alone ship with na 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 na. Kevin Nas had a bit of a neck issue all year. He almost withdrew against Jordan yeah. Spieth. It was six he was six down with six to go, but then he won three straight holes right. and then almost came back to win. I'm going Molinari over Paul Casey. The Azuri. Ryder Cup alone. Yeah. You gotta go with that. Uh, Mark Leishman over Ustazen. Ustazen's had a host of injury issues as well in the past. Uh, Leishman's one of the best ball strikers on tour, very consistent. If he gets a hot putter, he is tough uh, to beat. And Kevin Kisner, Bob, as you said, he is excellent in match play. Uh, Runner-up finish last year to Bubba Watson. Uh, He got through to this in a playoff over Eden Poulter. So uh, those are my four. And then I'm 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 going Molinari over Justin Rose. Right. And then I'm going Kisner over Leishman. So your final four are Molinari... Uh, Molinari, Kisner, Grace, Tiger. Grace, Tiger. And Bob, your final four? What did I say? <laughs> I said Rory. Rose. You've got Rory and Kucher, same as yeah, me. Yeah. Right, and I've got, I'm going to have uh, I'm gonna have Rose and uh, Kisner. And Rose and Kisner. Love okay, it. on the other side, we're going to pick up who we have going to the final and who wins this thing. And we're also going to ask that question. I want to know if you could pick four from anywhere in history. What would you like to see yeah. and how would you like to sh- see that mm. shake down? This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, we're in the minute of bracketology. On GTC, we've got our final four. And uh, why don't I just kick this off yeah. here and finish this thing off? I've got Rory McElroy with uh, Matt Kuchar on one side. And on the other side, I've got Mark Leishman and uh, Francesco Amulinari. And I've got Amulinari over Rory McElroy in the final, the Azuri. Becomes the world match play champion. Wow. One more notch. Oh, yeah. Our the live crowd, studio, yeah. Live studio audience. We didn't wow. mention, you know, we have a new studio. There's a new studio audience every week. <laughs> every now. week. Not just for festivals. <laughs> if you like tickets, please come. <laughs> so I've got the Azuri boys. I've got the, uh, the wow. Italian stallion, Francesco Balboa. Uh, and he's going to take it over Rory. And uh, steady goes the ship. He's just going to putt better. He's not going to make any mistakes. And uh, he's going to be the one that ends Rory's run as uh, Molinari uh, wins the world match play. Bob? Wow. Okay, I've got uh, Rose and Kisner and uh, McElroy and Cooch. And McElroy is going to beat Cooch. Mm -hmm. And Rose is going to beat Kisner. Ooh, all English final. Well, no. McElroy's Northern Ireland. Well. You just absolutely... 
killed any chance you have of ever going it's, to Northern it's Ireland. The, he, plays under the, he plays under the same flag <laughs> well, it's got as a Justin Rose. Quite. It's a little different flag. <laughs> it's the uh, St. George's Cross. <laughs> yeah. it's the, but no, uh, it's got, if you look, there are a little subtle are differences. They? Yes, really? <laughs> I'm going to take it to Northern Hold Ireland on. one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking right now. You keep doing it. Hold on. Okay. Uh, anyway, Rose is going to win. Rosie, okay. Rosie's win. You can see there's a little stuff in there, so you look at it. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> closely. Okay. This is thrilling there's, here, folks. Uh, you guys keep going. Yeah, Please. so I, I, will, I will start with um, there are eight Europeans in the round of 16, the look highest Look at that. Ever. There is something in the middle. I never noticed that before. Oh, my All goodness. right. Get Go the ahead. map out, the Alice. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so I just want to say Europe has eight players in the round of 16, breaking the record from 2013. I just want to say that as an aside. So it's a big time for European uh, players. Gotcha. Um, okay, so on one side, I have Molinari Kisner. Mm-hmm. I'm going Molinari there as well. Nice. Um, he, there's so much consist- consistency in his game. Uh, Tiger Grace, we've come this far. Tiger's making the final. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Are, are you shocked? But 36 or 36 holes back-to-back days for Tiger. Too much. No bueno. Yeah. So Molinari is going to beat Tiger, just like Molinari beat Tiger at the 2012 Ryder Cup. Whoa. Uh, I'm sure Tiger won't give Molinari a three-foot putt on 18. Right. But um, nor is he going to have to. Nor is he going to have. So to. So you're saying you've got the you've got the Azuri as well. I you've do. Got the, I do. Uh, Good minds think alike. Francesco Balboa taking yeah. her down. <laughs> Bob, you're the only one without an Italian winning this thing. Wow. Well, I guess uh, I won't Are be you? able to drink any wine. <laughs> In the Italian line, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see who comes through here. These are there's always some upsets. Along oh, the for way. sure, there's uh-huh. going to so be. So that's the best part about match play. But I hope we do get some big names in the final. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what we hope. Let's just hope we've got a recognizable Marquee final. final. Well, yeah. we I just mentioned there are 36 holes in back-to-back days. That's got to play a huge factor. It for sure, it does. Especially because it's been hot there the past yeah. couple of days yeah. too. So yeah. I like this golf course, by the way, for match play. Yeah, I me think too. it's a really good match Risk play golf shots. course. Aren't there, aren't there a lot of holes that have that look like their second shot goes into a green where there's like trees and stuff on the left and a little creek in front of the green. There's a, like it's a par three. Yeah. I think it's 17. 17. Yeah, 17. Like yeah. I mean, it's just, there are a couple of holes to me that look a little uh, alike. Alike. Yeah. And then there's that on 17 when you got the, the hydro wires running. That, well, that's right. Over well, and then 18, the drivable par four. I like Especially that. where the pin was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's you know, good. that's a great yeah. hole for I, I like the setup for Mash. I like, there's a lot of volatility. Yeah. There. And I, that's why I, I, I like, I, I agree with Bob from a, from an aesthetics uh, position. There's a lot of holes that kind of frame and look the same. Yeah. I get that from a TV angle, but I like that there could be. You know, man, there's eagle opportunities. Yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of holes, especially coming home, mm-hmm. that poke the bear. I say, hey, maybe you should take a shot at this one. You know, that and that's reward is great. Yeah, and that's what uh, match play should all be. By about. the way, on 16, that par five. Did you see the the driver off the deck Sergio hit with yeah. the pro tracer? <laughs> that was amazing. So like good. this high went very low off the ground and. That's great. All right, in fantasy land, guys, because you know we could. Ha- who knows? You know we've got a we've got a, a McElroy Woods uh, round of sixteen match today, and let's be honest. You know, four years ago, that match in a, three years ago might have been fa- considered fantasy. Two years ago, two yeah, years sure, ago, yeah. might, might have been considered fantasy, and here it is. Mm-hmm. So if you could have any four players ever in history staring at each other in this bracket. Who are those four players, and what's your what's oh. your favorite final of all time? Uh, I'm going to go with Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. Ben Hogan. That's one semi. That's one semi. Okay. On the other side is Jack Nicklaus, mm-hmm. taking on Tiger Woods. As your other semi. Yeah. How can you go wrong there? Right. Who's in, in your, all in their primes? Who's in, yeah? Who's I think in your it's, final? I think it's Ben and Jack. Ben and Jack and in Jack your Jack final. Wins. Yeah. Wow, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be neat. 
Yeah. Skulls? I decided to keep things a little more on, on the recent side. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a little younger. Um, but, uh, you know, I went a little off the board here as well because that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I like to see so, I mean, Tiger is in there because, right. obviously. Right. Uh, Phil Mickelson. Like because it. of his heroics and you know, so is that ability. a semi? Tiger Phil is a semi. I'd or? say that that's a semi okay. yeah, in terms of you know, country and country. Right. Um, just the way he can make bogeys, he can make birdies, he can make ev- he can make everything. He right. can play shots under a fence and yada yada yada. Right. Uh, I'm going Ian Poulter. Jesus. Ian Poulter's going to wow. be there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just for his Bye. brashness and yeah. you know right. everything about him and right. his will to put balls in the hole, especially in match play. Right. And then my fourth is very off the board. Okay. Good agree. Colin Montgomery. Monte. Is my fourth. One of yes. the best match play players yes. we've ever seen. He's played sure. eight singles matches in the Ryder Cup and never lost. There you go. So uh, I, I'd love to see Tiger and Monty go, so go mano a mano. Tiger yeah. versus I, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. good. I got a couple different ways I'm going to go on this. So first, I'd like to see. I want to see Tiger against Jack in one semifinals because cool. in my mind, those are the two greatest players in history For sure. on one side of the bracket. And also, I find Tiger. Uh, this generation's version of Jack in terms of uh, their intensity, mm-hmm. the way they approach the game from inside the ropes, how they sometimes won with their mind, uh, how so- how they played the percentages perfectly in their career. I find them almost uh, not, not not identical, but very much models of one of another. You know, obviously Jack didn't rebuild his swing nine thousand times and bench press <laughs> bench press four thousand pounds. But I mean, like they, they thought about the game in mm-hmm. similar fashions mm-hmm. and were treated uh, at times in their career in similar fashions. And on the other side of the bracket, I've got Arnold Palmer against Phil Mickelson uh-huh. for the same reasons as Tiger and Jack because Arnie. What you know, Phil to a certain degree being the people's champion is the modern day to a lesser degree. Obviously, there'll always only be one Arnold Palmer, but to a certain degree, this generation's version of Arnold Palmer, the people's champion, the swashbuckler, the go for broke, the uh, you know, like so. I wanted to see those two stories against one another, that'd be, cool. that'd be great. Uh, and, and then you know, for a final. Uh, probably Tiger versus Arnie. I'll take one of the old-timers versus one of the new-timers sure, yeah, and, right. and kind of mix it up in the final. The other way I went about this, just because we have some time, mm-hmm. is I thought about the antagonistics, uh, the antagonistic players over the years, the, the, the Darth Vaders of the, of the golf community <laughs> over the years. And who could you get in those final four? And what about, what about Seve Ballesteros? Against uh, Patrick Reed. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay. And what about on the other side? Uh, maybe I'm trying to think. Uh, Ian Poulter against uh, Paul Azinger. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, and, then, you, and then have Zinger and Ballesteros go and in have the final Zinger, again. Which yeah, we've yeah. seen. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, just to see, like, just picking golf's greatest antagonists over the years mm-hmm. and the guys that weren't scared to, you know, rattle change and poke the bear. Interesting. And get remember faces, remember right? uh, Keegan Bradley and Jose Murillo? Yeah. Uh, not, uh, uh, Jimenez. Yeah, Jimenez. Yeah. 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 Who's the greatest antagonist, Bob, in your mind? The Who's the greatest? Or a guy in- who gets under your skin. Like, you okay, know, like yeah. See, yeah. Like, like Patrick Reed. I guess can get into the fan skin, and he's a little bit that way. But he's more of just kind of a he's like I don't a lone know, wolf, an unlo- unlovable guy. Yeah. Whereas a guy like uh, I think a guy like Phil, actually, if you talk to some people out there, yeah. he sort of got under the wrong skin way. a little yeah. bit. And, but I, I but mean, kind of in your face 
match play Ryder Cup. Who's the oh, Who's the biggest villain? Is think, it Poulter? I think Poulter in a in a in a team way. Like he's he's the guy you if he was on your team you'd love him. But right. if he's on the other guy, you know, like the Ken Linsman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think? Well, you know, you got to say Poulter as well. You know, as they say for the European side, you know, a lot of the guys maybe aren't the don't have the greatest of relationships. Right. But, but when they step in that team room on Monday morning, they're brothers for for right. seven days. Right. Maybe they hate each other yeah. after. You know, right. Nick Faldo was a guy that not many people for sure. allegedly didn't like. Well, and, now he's jolly old Nick, but he didn't speak to anybody for 20 years yeah. on the European tour. Yeah. Right? He asked uh, David Faraday. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he'll I'm tell you that. I'm to think of an American. I mean, there's Patrick Reed, obviously. and You know, it's funny. Um, when Seve passed yeah. and the world of golf kind of mourned the, the loss of mm-hmm. Seve too soon and uh, there was an outpouring of emotion and, 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 and just comments from the world of golf around the world. And I, I don't know if you'll recall this, but when that happened, Azinger was very blunt in his comments. There was not an outpouring of emotion and support <laughs> from Paul Azinger. He was like, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you this was, the, was, was my favorite guy. This is not a nice guy. He was like pretty, in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing. Straightforward, right? But he was straight. He was like, this is a guy that would get in your face, rattle change in his pocket when you're, you, you know, sportsmanship, forget it. And Azinger was like kind of, you know, I'm not going to pretend I like the guy. Yeah. I never wanted to wish him harm, and the world has lost a, a great player too soon, but he was very blunt in his... You know, mm-hmm. just comment about it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. On the other side, we're gonna say goodbye to Mr. Scully. Thank you for spending time. Thank early, you. Early yes. this week, we flipped the script because the match play was going. But because if you're listening live in two minutes and forty seconds, the match, the match, two. <laughs> hashtag Team Taylor made today too. That's it. On the other side, it's three dub winners. Weird and what? This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto, with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Addy Power Forged. Increased stability exactly where you need it. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Late into the back nine. We just did our brackets. Excited to get on the couch this morning and watch a little golf. Yes. That's what I'm doing right after GTC. It's, I'm kind of glad it's a rainy day out here. Yeah. Because then it makes it, makes it allowable for you to lie on the couch. Yes, yeah, so it nothing. just gives us the green light. So, uh, Heather, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada, will not give me any kind of honey-to-do list. <laughs> I did everything yesterday that I was supposed to do. That's good. Yeah, so, good I, boy. so I can't be asked to do anything. Yeah. Okay, so, it's that time. It is 3-dub. It is Winners Weird and What, and Bob, the tea is yours. All right, well, so, so what take... do I do? Just oh. aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! <laughs> Look, it went further than your ball! How many years have you been doing this? I still uh, forget. Okay. You'll get it. It's it's next year's our 10th yeah. uh, uh, season. Okay. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was last night. Okay. Uh, my winner this week is uh, NFL broadcaster, former star, Tony Romo. And I put him down as a winner, even though he shot rounds of 79 and 80 to miss the cut uh, by quite a wide margin at the uh, yeah. event going on. Uh, the opposite field, again, in the Punta Cana Resort. Uh, and I pick him as a winner because a lot of people think 
why are we giving this guy a spot? Why is this guy f taking a, a, a position that some other player could get right. with, a, with an exemption? And I say, bring it on, because would we be talking about this resort, uh, this tournament down, down there, if it wasn't for a guy like Tony Romo? A guy like him is a sponsor exemption. The sponsors, uh, the org tournament organizers, have the right to invite whoever they want to fill those spots. And Tony Romo is a guy who's going to bring them a little tension while most of the focus is going to be on... Uh, you know, the, the match play. So I, I don't have a big problem with this, but a lot of people seem to have it. I don't know. How do you feel? Uh, how do I feel? I understand why they do it. Uh, I've kind of become immune to it now. Is that fair? Sure. The, these things kind of just come and go. I know they're going to miss the cut. We, you know, we cover it for Thursday, Friday. Then it goes away, and we're back into a golf tournament that, you know, with all due respect, nobody cares about. I love this golf course. I love this part of the world. It's sure. stunning imagery. If you've seen any of it on television, it is just gorgeous to look at. But at the end of the day, someone's going to win a PGA Tour event that doesn't get them in the Masters. Right, but they're going to get a two-year exemption. Yeah, so that's great. how I feel, though. Right I, now, I'm just looking at Augusta, Bob. See, like, if, if you know, yeah, if Tony Romo wasn't in there, there would be a lot less coverage. Yeah, I give you that. And even if it's just even if it's just incidental coverage, he actually played a round with a practice round with Mackenzie Hughes and David Hearn. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I look at this two different ways, uh, uh, other than that on the positive side. I like to see our Canadian boys playing. Some of them made the cut. We'll talk about that in the next segment. And I also like I also feel better about this when it's a web.com tour event than I do when it's a PGA tour event, if that's fair. Fair so, enough. Okay. Fair enough. All right. My weird this week. It takes us down uh, to, yes. <laughs> to I, I always look forward to the villages. To Back to the villages we go here, which is uh, we've made a, made a number of appearances here. The villages. Uh, we gotta do a live remote from the villages. We should. I think we should. <laughs> so here's the story. A, a villager with a fireball whiskey in his golf cart was arrested on Thursday right near the Morse Boulevard gate. At County Road 466. I'm not sure if you know exactly. No, I, I, it doesn't I, I'm matter. Anyway. It's a nice lemonade so, uh, stand. So a witness, a witness contacted the Sumter County uh, Sheriff's Office after spotting the black club car golf cart at about 7.30 p.m. parked in the roadway. And the caller believed that the driver was in, under the influence. Mm. Important you remember that. So they arrived on the uh, scene. Uh, an ambulance crew was there. A deputy came. And uh, a deputy suspected that Mr. Hooks, Dean Hooks, 45 years old of the uh, village de la, of De La Vista, had been drinking. And this is what he wrote in his book. He said, The defendant had a difficult time answering simple questions, such as his name. <laughs> <laughs> and he became very defensive when I asked his address and date of birth. I smelled a very strong order of alcoholic beverage emanating from his breath. Hooks failed a sobriety exercise test and provided breast samples that registered 0.285 and a 0.295 blood alcohol content. They took his, uh, it, uh, an inventory of his golf cart uh, showed up a 1.7-liter bottle of Fireball whiskey and a four-pack of plastic 50-milliliter bottles of Fireball whiskey, all empty. The villages. <laughs> so there you go. It's, I know it's a tenuous hook to golf, but the guy was in a golf cart, so that's uh, why. God, and it is the villages, Bob. It is the it villages. Is the villages love, which the keep villages. making, uh, other than the USGA, the villages is right there with appearances <laughs> exactly, and winners exactly. were to watch. Exactly. My what this week is, uh, okay, what's going on with Phil? What mm. is going on with Phil? Man, like, uh, he was playing so well when he wins Pebble Beach, and now it's like he can't hit it on the side of the moon or something. It's a very strange occurrence. I'm just kind of mystified at how a guy who was playing so well now has seemed to just lost it uh, heading into the week of the majors or into the, uh, In the Masters. Masters. He's there. He's, he's going. This weekend. Yeah. He's up there right now as yeah. we're talking, probably having, uh, probably having some breakfast out on the patio. But I just, it just confuses me that his game has gone 
almost 180 over a couple of weeks. It's it's head scratching, mind boggling. I don't get it. Keep in mind, he started the year with a with a T two, losing on the 72nd green right. with Adam Hadwin to Adam Long. Right, right. Like this is, uh, uh, and then and then the win at Pebble. But look what happened in between the win at Pebble. And, and Desert Classic, he goes second place, goes to a golf course he's won multiple times at before waste management. He's like a Desert Fox, like uh, right. like um, Johnny Miller. Yeah, and then misses the cut. Yeah, and then comes back and wins with a 65 on it's, Sunday. That's what I'm. It's just a bizarre year. So I don't get it. I just did a piece on this. You and I are, are we're, we're doing voiceover yep. some essay work today after the show for our Masters coverage. And my last piece I did was exactly on this. So right now, I'm going to ask you right now, where, where, which, which Phil right now shows up at Augusta knowing he's got two weeks to go? I, I right now have my doubts that he's going to make the cut. There you go. So you're, you're picking the Hyde and the Jekyll and Hyde yep. scenario. You're picking the Hyde. All right, Bob. The T, sir, is now mine. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Uh, Bob, my winner this week is an email that you and I received on an email blast earlier this week. I think it was as early as Monday uh, that we received the the email to the media that Jeff Monday was hanging it up after a very long career with the PGA Tour. Of course, most recently, the inaugural commissioner to the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Uh, he, Scott Pritchard, who is will remain as, as the vice president and take on uh, uh, new duties uh, there as well. Uh, I just thought the team at McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada, has done just an incredible job with that tour and, and keeping it growing and just uh, from what was inherited at the time uh, to where they have it now and uh, look at the graduates and, and the alumni that have come off that tour and, and that have won now on the big tour and won at the web.com tour. And I just think uh, they've done a great job. He was 30 years with the tour, Jeff Monday. And uh, congratulations to Jeff. Great career. Great way to exit to do the, the job you did on uh, PGA Tour Canada. And uh, why not leave on a high note? Well done, Jeff. And uh, hope to see you at some point before you officially uh, hang it up. It's, uh, he's, you know, that tour was, uh, was struggling, I think, when the PGA Tour got invited to come up. He did the due diligence over the one year where he kind of looked at it for the PGA Tour and said, is this viable? Can we make it go here? Uh, and now it's at the point where we ran an interview with the commissioner, this uh, Commissioner Monaghan, uh, last week on GTC television, where he talked about the fact that they're going to be in Canada for a long time. They feel it's an important tour, and I think a lot of that credit has to go to Jeff Monday. Well, well done and well said. Uh, my weird this week, Bob, and there's a lot of uh, Canadians playing this week uh, down in Punicana, and some of them made the cut, and they're in contention with 36 holes to go. We'll let you know who they are on the other side when we do leaderboard updates. But Roger Sloan just narrowly missed the cut. He ended up one under through uh, 36 holes. The cut was two under, so he just misses Roger. Unfortunate for him, but that's not the reason why he's my weird this week. Yesterday, an even par round of 72. <laughs> Two eagles on the card. How do you say Roger? Well, two eagles, two buddy. Eagles. Well, how does this happen? We, you know, the week, uh, the week before, I outlined this on Golf Talk Can. I forget who, uh, who it was now off the top of my head, but they had seven birdies in an alba. Who had the albatross at? Uh, in the Valspar on the Friday, Russell Knox. Russell Knox had right. seven birdies in an albatross. And shot uh, even par. Yeah. How do you shoot? You, you know. That's crazy. One over par for. You know, I'm like, come on, uh, uh, Russell. Knott. And here we are again a week later. Not as extreme with Roger Sloan, but still uh, playing well. Two eagles, and of course even par. I just don't know how uh, how that gets done. Missed the cut by one. Uh, 
Mel, uh, my what this week, Bob? Yes. Uh, you know what? Let's just keep the tradition going. Just kick on the, the new rules of golf. <laughs> okay. As you know, it's been a while since I've beaten up on the new rules of golf. I think at least seven days since I've beaten up on the new rules of golf. I kind of backhanded the USGA winner to Jason Gore this week. More of a backhand. Now you got to listen to him. You hired yeah. him well. But th- what is this? And I saw you get uh, in something with Twitter with some uh, other friends of ours on Twitter about the new language. Oh, yes. I, I saw, And I didn't chime in because the reason I didn't chime in is I just didn't want everybody to say, oh, here goes the Kino again, just, you know, because that's what yeah. Twitter universe, here he goes, you know, nailing on the new rules of golf. But we've, why have we gotten rid of the word uh, halved or all square and, and replaced it with tie? The new rules people figure this is just like modern language. Let's just make it easier for people who don't understand the game or are just coming into the game, and that's kind of the way they think about it, which, is again, is very unusual. Are we getting rid of love in tennis? We are, actually. We're gonna, Seriously? Yeah, we're going to be calling it goose eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, don't think so. What's wrong with the world? Why can't we know. have some history why and Why can't lineage? people learn the language? Yeah, why do we have to blow everything up now for this uh, for, for people that don't have the attention span to, to learn what all square and dormy and have this? Yeah. These are these are languages that have been used in the game of golf forever in a day. Now, uh, I'm getting mixed information on whether the RNA have have uh, assumed this language as well. Uh, it's it's in the new rules, so yeah, they've they've all agreed so you, by the new rules. So this is going to happen when we're watching European Tour match play in Ryder Cup the next time around. Supposedly, I guess he yeah. tied. Now you don't have to. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. I ain't this calling is, it tied. This is just what's in the rules. I mean, I'm calling it. So, right. Well, you know what? All knotted up. I ain't doing it. I ain't, I'm, I'm calling it a halved, all square, dormy. Sure. I'm using the language that I grew up using. That's the proper language, Bob. You sound like the, the grumpy old man. I am a grumpy old <laughs> man right now. Why do they got to play? I got a better idea. You were so calm five minutes well, ago. Well, it's just it's so bloody irritating. <laughs> the whole thing's so irritating. It is a little bit. You know what? It's a little bit petty. All right. Here's the thing. Uh, you know I'm a huge fan of Lawrence Applebaum. Yes. Uh, you are as well. Yes. He listens to our show. Yes. Lawrence, next time this crap goes down, I want a seat at the table. <laughs> All right? Zakito wants to be the to Golf Canada representative. Yeah, I want to come in and golf ta- at the rules. Uh, at the rules with the Golf Canada people. When we sit down, I promise not to kick Mike Davis in the shin. You have my word. <laughs> I will not kick Mike Davis in the shin. I promise you. I want a seat at the table so I can go, what are you people doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you feel better? Uh, well, you do. I do. So, I mean, if you're feeling good, then I'm feeling good. That's uh, all right. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, Bob. On the other side, leaderboard updates from around the world of golf and anything else Bob wants to talk about. All right. Coming up Sounds next good. on GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Addy Power Forged. Increased stability exactly where you need it. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit muskokabayresort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. As we wind down today's show, 
Looking forward to kicking off Masters Week in a couple of weeks. We'll do a Masters preview show next Saturday here on GTC Radio. Then Golf Talk Canada Television will have a one-hour Masters preview special on the Wednesday to kick off Masters Week on CTV and TSN, which will lead into the Par 3 tournament coverage. Uh, and then, of course, uh, James Duffy, Bob Weeks, David Hearn, yours truly, will be on location uh, for everything Masters on uh, TSN Television, tsn.ca. Uh, we are your home, TSN and CTV, for all major championship golf, including the best one, in my opinion, the big one, kind of like NASCAR. We start our season with the big one. <laughs> <laughs> the Masters. Bob, we've got a lot to get to in the world of golf. Obviously, the WGC is going on. We've talked a lot about that. But what else we got going on in the world of golf today? Uh, lots going on. we got the LPGA Tour going on, playing the Kia Classic, which is uh, in Carlsbad, California, the course that we played. Yeah, you and Aviara. I, yeah, yeah, we had a great Aviara. time that day. What a beautiful golf course. It was a beautiful golf course. It was not a very beautiful golf course for uh, one Brooke Henderson, however. Stunning breaking news. Breaking news here. Do, do, we, don't, we should have had a, like a break. She missed the cut. You're kidding me. Isn't that unbelievable? She had three doubles, which is oh my, which Lord. is uh, three less than I had when we played there. <laughs> <laughs> but but she ended up shooting 77, and so she uh, missed the cut, which is a shocker. However, uh, AC Tangay did make the cut. She's the lone Canadian to advance to the weekend, and uh, leading the leading the tournament is uh, Sung Hyun Park and uh, Thadapa Suwanarapa. So, no, Suwan Pura. Right. Uh, they're both tied at 10 under par. Inby Park and Chella Choi are a shot back. Well, it's a tough golf course, Aviera. A beautiful set of par I loved threes. It. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, it as well. Uh, you want me to keep yeah, going? Yeah, keep, keep okay. going. PJ Tour Latino America is playing in Panama. Mm-hmm. And Jared Wolf, who has been ripping it up, man. This guy is on yes. some kind of a hot tear. He's leading. American guy. He's leading at uh, 11 under par. And uh, the top Canadian in the field is uh, Will Bateman, who's two over, along with Hugo Bernard. Uh, Hugo uh, Bernard yeah. is going to be the big deal. I think he's so, too. Great player. I think so, too. Uh, he's there. Drew Nesbitt also advancing. Uh, and a bunch of those guys didn't make it. The McKenzie Tour, PJ Tour Canada. Yeah, qualifier, right, Bob? Had their uh, third qualifier. And two amateurs, actually, tied for top spot. Will, uh, William Gordon and Nathan Gisson. Uh They went to a playoff, which Will Gordon, William Gordon won. And there was 14 players who uh, qualified for full status. None of them were Canadians, unfortunately. The top Canadian there was uh, John Mikotic, and uh, he tied for 33rd. And there you have it. Okay, on the European Tour, uh, they also have an opposite field event as the WGC is sanctioned by both European Tour and P- uh, PGA Tour, all PGA federations. So the Hero Indian Open is the opposite field event on the European Tour in uh, Julian Surrey. Has your lead there at 11 under par. He's actually tied for the lead at 11 under with Calum Shinkwin. Have you ever heard that name before? I have not. No, that's a new name for me. I, I looked up, like, okay. Uh, Englishman on the leaderboard tied at 11 under par, and that's good for a two-shot uh, two lead over a few players. They're into their third-round completion, so one round to go at the Indian Open. Of course, the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Clubs uh, Championship. This is the opposite, opposite field event. 
Uh, can't get into the Masters, but you can get a PGA Tour win and a two-year exemption. So still a big deal if you can get it done. And Sun JM, who has played very well over the last few weeks, uh, playing well again, 67-67. He's your leader heading into Saturday at 10 under par. Good for a one-shot lead over Jonathan Bird, Aaron Badley, Paul Dunn, and George McNeil at 9 under. There are Canadians in the hunt. Ben Silverman, 4 back heading into the Saturday round at 6 under par. Mackenzie Hughes, 5 under, 5 back with 36 to go. And I got Hernsey also making the cut, 2 under par, 8 back, 36 to go. So well done, David Hearn. And we'll see Hernsey in a couple of weeks at our uh, Masters coverage. All right, Robert. Uh, oh, of course, WGC. What am I doing? Yeah, remember that? I, mean, I forgot. Justin Rose over Nah right now, leading one up. Through, uh, sorry, two up through three. Molinari, one up through four over Casey. All square, Leishman, Oosthuizen. Uh, Kevin Na, four up over Hung Tong Lee. Kevin Kisner. Sorry, Kevin Kisner, thank you. All square through one, Woods McElroy. That's the marquee matchup. Lucy, uh, Lucas uh, Beergard, he is all square with Henrik Stenson through two. Terrell Hatton, yet to tee off against Matt Kuchar and Brandon Gase, Grace, yet to tee off with Sergio Garcia. Who are our winners again, guys? I picked Molinari. I picked Rose. You got Rose, and uh, even though uh, Skull's got a completely different bracket than you and I, we ended up with the same winner. He's got Molinari as well. So we've got, we've got, it's interesting, although uh, Skull and I have completely different uh, routes uh, to the end, we both got Molinari. And you and I have almost identical routing to the end, but we have different winners. But we both picked guys coming out of the same bracket. We've ignored the bottom end. Our winner both comes out of the same side, Molinari and Rose. There you go. Interesting. That's, that's, why, uh, that's why we're smart people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. I said on the other side, we're going to give leaderboard updates from the world of golf. And uh, we're going to talk about anything that Bob Weeks wants to talk about. So, is there anything, because, you know, the one thing you and I both spoke about, which is kind of interesting, because we both felt about the week the same way. We said, hey, it's a slow news week this week. There wasn't a lot of news, was there? No, it was weird. It was quiet, especially, it was, okay, quiet in January, quiet December, I get it. Quiet week like this, this time, it was almost eerie from its quietness, this close to Augusta. And and the other thing is, which is a little bit interesting, which we've almost over neglected here, the first major of the year is actually next week. The ANA. The ANA. And that's for right. The, for the ladies, is... they have, uh, for the women, I should say, they have yes. their uh, the first one. So I the was, old Dinah Shore, correct? Right. I was expecting yes. a little bit more news in there, but uh, Very quiet. I'm, I'm glad that there's... Uh, um, that there is major season, and I think next week we'll start hearing tons of stuff about uh, the Masters. I would think so. Going on, there's also some cool stories. I think there's five Canadian kids who have advanced to the uh, uh, drive, chip, and putt. Oh, that's that's next week as well. It's it's his next it's week on the so Sunday, right. right? That's right. So there's all sorts of stuff going on that's uh, leading into the Masters. In fact, I'll try and draw up the names of the people, but I I think it's kind of. Um, I think those events now around the Masters are really starting to build, like with the women's amateur, the uh, event, and the. Uh, I want to keep calling it. I keep wanting to call it punt, pass, and kick. <laughs> drive, drive chip. Well, you know, you can punt. call. I'll know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the uh, the honorary starters and stuff yeah, like that. Like it's very it feels cool. like there's. It feels like golf season is starting now for me. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get outside and hit some balls here in the Southern Ontario 
uh, region. For those of us listen, for all those of our listeners listening out in uh, TSN Vancouver and in Victoria, and whatnot, I know I know you're playing golf and enjoying it. So, but maybe the rest of the country is still a few weeks uh, to go. You know, in closing, we only got about a minute or so left here. But I was just uh, curious. You know, you brought up uh, Jared, um, the gentleman who's leading in uh, uh, Jared Wolf. Yeah, Jared Wolf in uh, PJ Tour Latino American. How he heats up. It's amazing to me on some of the international tours, the feeder tours, like PJ Tour Latino America and like PJ Tour Canada, how one guy can get hot and take away. We saw it with Tyler McCumber last year on PJ yeah. Tour uh, McKenzie Dole Tour. Dom a few years ago. Yes. It just, you get hot at the right time on those tours yeah. and you can set up the next, like, the next you know, 16, 18 months of your life for sure. quite nicely. And, uh, and it looks like it's happening again on PJ Tour Latino America right yep. now. So. I agree. All right, Bob. So uh, we're going to switch gears now. Starting next week, with all due respect to the Valero Texas Open, and I tell you, this is something we didn't really talk about this week, and we only got a, a, a few minutes left here, but I would say this. Actually, we only got a few seconds left. Unless one of our boys win next week at the Valero Texas Open, Mike Weir is the only Canadian in the field yeah, at the Masters. That's sad. That's, that's a sad story. That could have been a, a, a winner's weird and what for us, but I'm hoping that one of our guys surprises us next week and punches their ticket to the Augusta. It wouldn't be the first time that has happened. It's happened many times before at Shell, back at the Shell Houston Open. It's happened uh, at the John Deere Classic. Oh, not Canadians, but No, just players, players yeah. that have got right, it done, right? right? I, sure. I called Bryson DeChambeau's first There's win. A on chance. Bryson DeChambeau, first win ever on the PGA Tour. I called it uh, on uh, PGA Tour radio, and I said, did you pack your passport because you're going to the British Open? And his fa- he just forgot about it completely, right? right? He, just, he was just basking in the glory of winning a PGA Tour event. So let's hope it happens for Team Canada next Agreed. Week. All right, thank you so much for listening. Remember, 20 Weeks to Made is back. Follow us on Twitter at, and Instagram. That's Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for your chance at $20,000 in prizes. 20 Weeks to Made kicks off Masters Week with a limited edition Masters staff bag and commemorative head cover. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.com.